Okay, welcome everybody back to Penticton Speedway. All live today at the racetrack, the second half of those twin 100s is gonna happen here in just mere moments. And uh, the cars are gonna get lined up on the track. They are uh, gonna come out, warm the engines up for seven, eight laps, something like that. And then uh, they'll go back down pit road, assemble for today's starting lineup for the Twin 100 second half. So we got 100 laps coming at you today, live from Penticton. I'm Joe Chisholm, along with Jerry Paxton, gonna be located down near the far end of the grandstand today. Jerry, what's going on there, kid? I decided to come down and catch a little sun, Joe. It's such an absolutely gorgeous day here in Penticton. I can't believe it. The sun is out, there's barely a cloud in the sky. The breeze is light, just enough to keep you cool. I think we've got great racing conditions. Yeah, should be dynamite here today. Uh, let's take a look back to yesterday's 100. It was uh, rain riddled, so to speak, Jerry. Not the case today. It's a beautiful day in Penticton Speedway. Uh, but yesterday's 100 lap last night, it was the 09 of Riley Siebert uh, capturing, uh, capturing uh, victory number three in the series. Uh, he is... Uh, been the guy to beat, so to speak, here at Penticton this weekend. Well, I was having a look at the points battle in this RS1 Cup series, and uh, the Super Seal points are incredibly tight, but there's two guys at the top that have been scrapping with each other. Well, we saw them going right at it last night, and that is the 09 of Riley Siebert and the 24 of Sean McIntosh. Of course, uh, Riley Siebert, really good on the oval, Sean McIntosh, good on the road course. So they're learning from each other, and uh, we're gonna see how this works out because there's one extra guy in the mix now. That's the 42 Cam Haley. He's got that uh, machine up in second spot, and he wasn't giving anything up last night. He actually was pretty confident that car still had lots left in it. Riley Siebert admitted he may have used up a little more car than he thought he did, but he'll find out today. He's looking forward to it. Sean McIntosh said his car was faster at the end last night than it was at the beginning. So, hey, all in all, this is going to be a wild race. It sure is, Jerry, and we're fortunate enough to uh, be back here on a beautiful day in Penticton. Uh, cars are on pit road, and uh, they're going to start warming them up. Uh, today's going to be a very past, uh, very fast-paced 100 lap. Um, you go ahead and inform the fans, Jerry. I'm going to try and straighten this iPhone out to hopefully get fans something to look at on Race Time Radio uh, on our Facebook page. But right now, I got the camera tilted, and I got to straighten it out so I can't do that and talk at the same time. Something like chewing gum and walking at the same time. Not real good at it, buddy, so rattle away. Alrighty, we're not, we're not going to talk about being able to walk and chew gum. That's just not a conversation we want to get into. The cars are rolling off of the pit road here. The first three already going. They are anxious to roll. And now we see the balance here. This will be the top half of last night's finishing order. Riley Siebert, the 09, out in front. Then the 42, Cam Haley. The 24, Sean McIntosh. 35, Noel Dowler. 69, Trevor Siebert. The number 16 of Yanni Kurtzos and the 94 of Jesse Webb. Those will be the cars out at, as we get started here. They'll get the first set of warm-up laps. And this is just a confidence builder for the drivers. Remember, they parked these cars last night after the first one. 
The cars have sat out for the evening, so obviously everything's cooled down. The drivers just want to get back in, maybe test out the track conditions a little bit. Sunny, hot. Now, let's see. Could be a little bit greasy or could be a real good day for some good grip. Remember, they've got 100 laps plus on these tires already. They've got a 100-lap race to go. So it'll be interesting to see who conserved a little bit of tire last night, who used it all up, because they don't get any fresh rubber. You run what you got. So if you burned them up, you're going to have to fight that car today and try and keep it going. Absolutely. I am back with you, Jerry, my man. And uh, we are all set as the cars are on the speedway. Uh, you may be able to see them if you would like to have a quick look. And Sue, I know you're back in the Race Time Radio studio. If you can send out a little reminder on Facebook and on Twitter uh, for everybody, if they want a quick look in, they got to get to our Race Time Radio uh, fan page. And uh, they're going to be able to see what's going on. They're going to be able to hear the audio nice and clean. And uh, it's going to work that way, of course, until the battery goes out on my iPhone. So hopefully it sticks around with us for the day, but we will see. As the cars begin to roll here at Penticton Speedway, we got the top, uh, let's say 10 or so, on the speedway. They're gonna be circulating around just to warm everything up. And uh, right after that, they're gonna go down pit road. They will set out the next bunch of cars and then uh, they're gonna double them up and we will get under the green flag for today's 100, all live from Penticton Speedway. It is the RS1 Cup Series, all presented by Avion Motorsports. You wanna get in one of these cars? It's possible. When they have an open seat, you'll be able to jump in. Uh, just get to avionmotorsports.com and they'll be able to fill in all the blanks and get you all geared up and ready to rock and roll. Uh, there is still two main features left in the 2022 season and they will come down at area 27 in oliver bc a world-class uh road course if you haven't seen the the racetrack you gotta really check it out a beautiful spot as the cars circulate they're warming them up jerry won't be long well, i was keeping an eye i wanted to see if they were going to run the lap clock and let us know what kind of times they were turning but uh no go. They're going to keep that off. They want the driver just to warm up the car, not to go out there and start racing it. But I really have to wonder how many guys made air pressure adjustments this morning because the temperature totally different than it was last night. They've certainly got some wear on those Goodyear tires. And so they may just soften up those air pressures a little bit, trying to improve the handling and make those tires feel good on this very sunny racetrack. Car is only getting about 10 laps here to warm everything up, get the drivers seated back in. Of course, they haven't been on track since last night. Uh, this is gonna be it. They don't wanna put too many laps on the tires. With the RS1 Cup Series, you get the four tires you start the day with. Those are the four tires you've got for the day for both 100 lap races. So. Uh, the guys aren't going to want to put too many laps on these Goodyear tires, uh, but they do want to get it warmed up, make sure the belts are all nice and snug and driver is comfortable in the car as the caution flag flies 
for the cars that were on the racetrack. We'll get another slew of them out there. And uh, again, just to warm everything up. And then they'll double up and we'll be ready to go for today's first Twin 100. Jerry, looking back at yesterday's, uh, let's do a little bit of a full field rundown, if you will. Uh, winning the race, the 09 car, Riley Siebert. In second spot was the 42 of Cameron Haley. In third, it was the 24 of Sean McIntosh. Fourth spot, the 35 of Noel Dowler. In fifth, it was the 69 of Trevor Siebert. In sixth spot, the 31 of Mark McIntosh. He really had a good run yesterday. I know, Jerry, you were keeping your eye on that 31 car, and he was being consistent, probably playing his cards to run really good here today in this 100. Yeah, Mark McIntosh was... Uh he was looking after that race car. Sean McIntosh, that 24, he set one blistering pace off the original green flag. We went uh, a long way into the race, and him and Riley Siebert just started working their way through the lap traffic somewhere around lap 10. So that tells you just how quick they were going. But uh, they put on quite the show. Riley Siebert finally found the opportunity to give a, a little knock on the back bumper to let Sean McIntosh know he was there, and zoom, he was gone. In seventh spot last night, the 01 of Jack Hariniak. In eighth spot, the 16 car of uh, Yanni. And help me with the last name, Jerry. Kurtzos. Ah, there you go. That, <laughs> in, it's in, the best I can do. In ninth spot, it was the 64. Yesterday, car being driven by Wesley Mater. Wesley out of the car, couldn't make it here today. And we do have a driver change there. Uh, Matt Stevenson is in that car, I do believe. Uh, for today. Tenth spot, the 94 Jesse Webb. Eleventh was uh, Heino Siebert in the 10. In 12th spot, it was the 33 of Jason White from Sun Peaks, BC. Thirteenth spot was the 6 of Sheldon Mayert. Fourteenth uh, spot, the 53 of Adam Dowler back in 15th. It was Dunseeth in the 90. Sixteenth, Alexis uh, in the 12 car. 17th spot was the 66 of Brian Weavers. He ramped it up the wall yesterday, Jerry, and uh, was, you know, unable to continue. Down pit road he went. The uh, Avion Motorsports crew went to work on that 66. As luck would have it, the red flag came out for uh, rain in the area, and uh, they got the 66 going again. Uh, so he is going to be back in the field today. And in 18th spot last night was the 17 of uh, Ingo Siebert. And uh, that car is vacant today, I believe. I don't, oh, I don't know. I see the 17 lined up down there. Maybe we'll see that 17 back in the field today. And the second half of that field is now on the speedway here at Penticton Speedway, getting ready to take their warm-up laps and get this thing going. Pace car leads them down the back straight away. The one word we heard yesterday from a lot of the drivers as we talked to them was patience. Because the cars are so equal, you've got to be patient. Pick your moment, pick your opportunity. I haven't seen that happen very often, so I'll be watching for it today. As the green flag comes out at the starter stand, drivers on the racetrack just warming everything up, uh, getting the driver comfortable in the car making sure the temperatures and all the oils, uh, all those fluids inside that race car are at uh, maximum operating temperature. And then these cars will also slide down pit road. 
uh, will line them up and they'll go two by two. They'll jump behind that Penticton beautiful Chevrolet Camaro pace car. And we will get today's 100 on the racetrack and uh, get things going. Jerry, this is the final opportunity for these RS1 Cup cars to actually gain a oval win. This is the final oval race of 2022. The action all moves 30 miles down the road into the Okanagan uh, to Area 27 in September for a double feature event to cap the season. So it's all on the line here today. They don't need these cars tomorrow. Uh, I can well imagine we're gonna see uh, some, some, some aggression, I do believe. I have no doubt about that because we know there are a couple of guys in this field that their real strength is a road course. They want an oval win. Sean McIntosh in the 24 was very clear about that when we spoke with him yesterday. This is his last chance to get that checkered flag. As he said last night, if he'd had a few more laps, he thinks he could have got Riley Seabird. Well, he's got a few laps today. Let's see what he can do. The other one will be the 94, Jesse Webb. He hasn't had the stronger show, but then again, as we talked about strategy, is Jesse waiting for today and thinking today's the day to go after that first win on an oval racetrack, keeping in mind this is his fourth appearance on an oval and remember we run doubles so jesse webb really just starting to get his handle on oval track racing and man what a quick study that youngster is behind the wheel of course uh, jesse webb joined the series this year right at the beginning of the year area 27 was the home of the first features of the year and lo and behold the 94 of jesse webb went out and won race number one of the season. So it really set the tone for him uh, for this year. Uh, second, uh, the second feature came out trackside at Area 27, and it was the 24 of Sean McIntosh. No surprise there. Sean is a real uh, veteran when it comes time for road racing. He's been there, done that, got the shirt and the hat. I can guarantee it, uh, but it would be uh, very suiting if the 24 can make it into victory lane and win his first oval for the RS1 Cup Series. The cars are on pit road right now. Uh, Al Labert having a look over, of course, the uh, commander for Avion Motorsports. Got the drone beside me, Jerry. That freaked me out a wee bit, but uh, we got the drone all set up. Things are starting to come together for the TV guys and uh, the cars, like I mentioned, uh, they're all lined up on pit road. Uh, making final checks, final adjustments to these machines. And in mere moments, we're going to have them on the racetrack for today's 100 here at Penticton Speedway. If you're tuned in to racetimeradio.com, welcome aboard. Uh, we do have, I got my iPhone strapped to the fence so that you can maybe have a look in. Uh, just get to our Facebook page, Racetime Radio's face, Facebook page. And we're gonna have a live feed up there for as long as my iPhone uh, has got battery life. Um, I've got it up there right now. So if you're tuned in and you wanna have a look at what we got in front of us here at Penticton, you can do that. Just get to our Facebook page. Jerry, I hope you got your sunscreen on. You're gonna need it over there, kid. Oh yeah, I, I, I got the lecture before I left home, trust me. So uh, yes, I've been, 
I guess you could almost say I should have showered in sunscreen this morning. It probably <laughs> would have been just about this thing we need. But uh, it's just an absolutely picture-perfect day here in the Okanagan. That blue sky, just a few puffy clouds around, nothing threatening at all. But right now, that breeze has kind of dropped off. We'll see how that works out. Just having a look down pit road, and they are just checking the drivers, making sure that everybody's comfortable in the car. They've got everything they need. Uh, they're going to want to hydrate. That is a guarantee here at this speedway. They're going to want to make sure they stay hydrated up. It's going to be important. Today, Jerry, with the sun beating down on this beautiful facility, it is progressive banking here at Penticton. Uh, but with the sun beating down on this track, I got a sneaky suspicion these cars are going to be awful, awful loose. Uh, may develop a push in the center of the turn if driver gets on that gas just a little too hard, a little too early. Uh, he's going to have a handful here today. Uh, they're going to have to do a little bit of wait and see, I would think, to find out what the conditions are going to do. Of course, drastically different than last night's uh, intermittent rain on and off. Uh, at least the track today, Jerry, isn't going to be wet at all, anywhere. No, and we have no humidity to speak of today. It's a nice, warm, dry day, so we'll see how that works out. You know... For people who don't understand what those drivers are going through when we talk about hydrating, you know you're sitting out here, you got your t-shirt on, you got your shorts, your ball cap, you're relaxed, there's a little breeze just to cool you off. Okay, now go put your snowmobile suit and your toque on. Because that's <laughs> what the drivers have pretty much done. Yeah, that fire suit doesn't breathe. Turn the heat on full blast in the car, see how long you last with the windows up. That's what these drivers are gonna be doing today. We hear cool suits all the time in racing. I don't know if even a cool suit's going to help these boys today. They're going to be hoping for uh, a good stiff breeze coming through the side window every now and then to try and cool the driver just a hair. Uh, but it's uh, going to be a very entertaining 100-lap race. Could be a very fast one. Take a look back to yesterday's 100. The first 51 laps of that race, Jerry, dropped a green flag. And uh, there was no yellows for the first 51 laps. Uh, drivers were doing a great job in those cars. And it was very quick pace. It was uh, 51 laps of absolute flat-out go racing. And we watched the, uh, the leaders picking their way through the lap traffic, as I mentioned earlier. Like somewhere around lap 10, it got started, and it just never stopped. And it became great racing, watching the drivers uh, learn their way through the traffic, being cautious, but some of the drivers who maybe have a little less experience Learn very quickly, get down out of the way. Because if you don't, you will get run over. So, but the drivers, again, showing a lot of patience and uh, working your way through. But with the cars so evenly prepared, it is a bit of a challenge. You don't have that sudden advantage. You've got to think about it. And uh, as we've said, it's in the hands of the driver. It's up to them how they make their way around the speedway and how they get through the traffic because most of these cars are capable of doing. You could take the driver from one car, pop him into another car. It really doesn't look or feel any different than the one he was racing. Just a different color in most cases. Uh, these cars all identically prepared uh, in the shop at Avion Motorsports, not too far away from here. Uh, they have got a, a professional short track crew working on these cars to prepare them. Um, and they set them all up the same. So. What you got is what I got. Uh, like you say, the difference today is going to be the driver behind the wheel. When you take a look at uh, the tire situation, 
at the beginning of the race day yesterday, brand new sticker tires. Uh, Goodyear's were mounted on these race cars as they are at the beginning of every one of the RS1 Cup Series races. Those are the four sneakers you've got for the day, including today. Uh, so you got to be careful with them. You don't want to uh, wear them out. You don't want to uh, do any blistering or anything like that. You got to Tire management's going to be critical, uh, and that's how you're going to move up. Look for some of these strong runners, mid-pack or so, if they save their gear today, look for them around lap 70, 75 to start mounting their charge uh, to the front. And uh, you're going to have to be patient but aggressive at the same time. And not always do those two statements go together. <laughs> Most of the time, they're a real conflict. But, uh, you know, the driver's like, I want to go, I want to go. And he's got somebody in his ear saying, hey, save the tires, save the tires. What do you want me to do, race or save the tires? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, they're going to have to do a little bit of both here today. Uh, going to be a dynamite race. Uh, only moments away from getting the engines fired on today's 100-lap race, of course, uh, we would have done this last night had Mother Nature cooperated a wee bit. Uh, speaking with Sean here from the track, he said about 1 a.m. the rain last night come down here at this facility like uh, it came straight down. So there was no getting another 100-lap race in last night. It was a good call to pull the pin. Uh, you know, in this game, you're forced to do stuff that you may not want to do, and uh, that, that was one of them last night. They sure didn't want to called the race, but uh, Mother Nature forced the hands of these uh, drivers, and we're back here today. And we're being greeted by a beautiful Penticton day. Uh, it's going to be a great 100-lap race. I don't know which car I'm going to have to take, but uh, might be an opportune time, Jer, for you and I to maybe lay down a pick or two. What are you thinking? Who are you going to take in this race? Well, I've been watching this kind of closely, and... Sean McIntosh in that 24, I do believe he's got something still to come. I think he saved enough out of that car as fast and as hard as he ran. I think he was, he may have used a little bit, but the guy I'm keeping an eye on is that 35 of Noel Dowler. He ran hard yesterday, but he saved a lot of tire. I think he saved a lot in that car. He's going to be tough when we get to the end of this one. And that's a good, solid pick. You know, Noel Dowler is one of those veterans. Uh, on ovals, road courses, doesn't seem to matter for Noel. Um, but, and he did have a very good, strong day. He's had two feature wins so far this year in RS1 competition. Uh, he's looking for a third one. Uh, Noel, or not Noel, but uh, Riley Seabird has got the third victory on the season, winning last night's 100. Uh, you know Riley's going to want to pick up exactly where he left off yesterday, uh, but he is going to have a whole gaggle behind him that want to try and steal that thunder. The last shot they've got to win an oval track race in RS1 competition, and of course, all of it for Super Seal Championship points. Uh, and what a points fund do these guys have put together with Super Seal. Uh, just a dynamite job. As the cars start to roll out onto the speedway, behind that beautiful Avion Motorsports uh, Camaro. The 09 of Riley Siebert in that Super Seal Chevrolet is gonna be on the pole for this one. The 42 of Cameron Haley, the cabinets by Haley Ford Mustang will be to his outside. On row number two, the 24 of Sean Core to his outside on row number two, the 35 of Noel Dowler. 
back in that third slot is going to be the 69. Trevor Siebert really, Jerry, chomping at the bit to get a win. He wants a win, and you got to know Trevor is more than capable. Set a new track record here yesterday, so we know that he's got a fast car. Yeah, right behind him, the 31 of Mark McIntosh, who, as we said, saving up a little bit on that car. He may be real strong. Jack Riniak in that 0-1 machine. We'll start right behind him. Then it's the number 16 of Yanni Kurtzos. And behind him, the 94, Jesse Webb. Then the number 10 of Heino Siebert. 33, racing Jason White. Behind him, the number six of Sheldon Merritt. The 53 of Adam Dowler will be back in row number seven, I do believe, to his outside. Uh, Dunseeth in the 90 car. All the way back to the 12 and the 66 will round out the field and of course the driver change for the 64. Uh, Matt Stevenson will be behind the wheel and piloting the 64 here today. The cars circulate around and I do believe we're gonna see that starter wanna double them up next time by. And there is the signal to get them side by side which means we're about one lap away from a green flag. And this is the time we've all been waiting for here at Benticton Speedway. A hundred laps to settle the weekend right here in the RS1 Cup Series. Of course, all for Super Seal Championship points. The pace car heads down pit road. The starter has got command over the field. And just like that, green flag is out, Jerry, here we go. And Riley Serbert, the 0-9, tried to take off. Cam Haley in that number 42 wasn't having any of it. They are side by side, down the back straightaway, along with the 24 of McIntosh, the 35 of Dowler. They're all still side by side. Trevor Siebert looking down low as they cross the start finish line, but there's nowhere to go down there as now Riley Siebert edges just ahead of the 42 of Cameron Haley. Haley working the outside lane. And no single file running just yet. Everybody still stacked up side by side. Down through turns one and two. The 24 of McIntosh gets a fender on the 09 of Riley Siebert. Pushes up the hill a wee bit. Back to the line to complete lap three. Put the 24 of Sean McIntosh out front to lead this race. McIntosh did a beautiful job of forcing Riley Siebert up the racetrack in turns three and four. That made sure he got the edge coming down the front straightaway. Siebert not so happy about it in the 0-9, but he's got a little problem. He's got the 69er Trevor Siebert coming up hard behind him. And Trevor Siebert looking to go inside as they hit turn three and four. Side by side for that second spot, 24 of Sean McIntosh got a little bit of a lead, only by about a car and a half, say two car lengths. Back to the 09 of Riley Siebert, Trevor Siebert in the 69, 42 Haley. Back to the 35 of Noel Dowler. There is your top five. Now guys, Jerry, getting a little bit of single lane racing, uh, trying to get a few laps and figure out what they got under them. Six laps complete. And that battle for second spot started to heat up, but Trevor Siebert in that 69 car takes advantage out of turn two, down the back straightaway. He's got his sights set on the 24 of McIntosh. 
Riley Seaberg will have to settle back into third. Cam Haley's back in fourth. Noel Dowler still rounding out that top five. Uh, we got caution going to fly on the racetrack. The 94, Jesse Webb is spun out just off the exit of turn four. He will get that car righted. It is lap eight. And the caution flag flies for the first time here today. Uh, didn't happen to notice how the 94 got around. Uh, just noticed that he did a big donut on the side of the race car there, Jerry, uh, over on the right side of the car. Yeah, there is a big donut right through the number on that car. So obviously there was some contact, whether that was the cause of the spin, I'm not sure. I was watching the leaders at the other end at that point. So, but he got it back underway. It doesn't look any much the worse for wear as Jesse Webb looks like he's going to join up at the back of the field. He's confident the car's still good. He's going to keep it going. If you're just tuned in to Race Time Radio, don't forget we are live on our Facebook page. Now, I don't know how much longer it's going to last uh, just for the sheer fact that uh, the battery is going to run out on that phone and I have no way of charging it yet streaming it. So. Uh, we're going to have to do what we do, but you can listen to the full race all live on racetimeradio.com. Uh, so you won't miss a moment of the action there. We're hardwired as the field is doubled up behind that beautiful Avion yellow Camaro with the racing lines up the hood. Just a beautiful pace car here at Penticton Speedway. Lights are out. The pace car is going to head down the safety of Pitt Road. Side by side, Sean McIntosh to his outside. The 09, pardon me, make that the 69 of Trevor Siebert in second. And down they go into turn number one. Trevor Siebert in that 69 trying to use the outside lane. He'll edge in front of the 24 of McIntosh as they come to turn number three, squirting out it from the group behind the 42 of Cam Haley. He moves up into third, and there is a side-by-side -side battle for fourth between the 0-9 of Riley Siebert, the 35 of Noel Dowler. Coming back to complete nine laps, the 69 of Trevor Siebert leads this one under lap race. The 24, Sean McIntosh, is in that second spot. 42, cabinets by Haley for Mustang is in third, the 35, Noel Dowler is running fourth, and back into fifth, the 09 of Riley Siebert. And there is still some fighting going on in the middle of this pack. I watch the 31 of Mark McIntosh battling with the number 16 of Johnny Kurtzos as they're struggling to figure out who's gonna get sixth position. Right behind them, Jack Riniak in that number 0-1, the 33, Jason White. They are running side by side down the back straight away. Yeah, he's cracked the top 10. Watch for Jason White, he's making some moves. He wants to win this baby and he's gonna have to make some of the moves early in the race to get some track position as the leader comes back across the line to complete 13 laps here of 100. The 24 of Sean McIntosh back I'll give it seven, seven car lengths, maybe a five car length spread between the 24 and the 42 of Haley. But right on Haley's rear deck lid is that pesky 35 as we get another spin. Jason White spins it coming off of turn four and he will get that car back underway. No yellow flag, 14 laps complete and we continue. And this battle for third position is getting a little hot. Cameron Haley in the 42, the 35 of Noel Dowler. And Dowler 
gave the 42 a little nudge down in corners one and two just to let him know he was that close. He was right there. Haley kind of picked it up a little bit, stretched it out to about a half car length away now, but they are not done yet. Now the lot car as they come around the number 66 of Ryan Weavers. They'll get to the bottom of them. And Cam Haley, Noel Dallard, Riley Siebert, they're running nose to tail. But up in front, Trevor Siebert, the 69, is running away from Sean McIntosh in the 24. 18 laps complete of today's 100. All presented by Aviat Motorsports. All for Super Seal Championship points. The final Oval Track 100 of 2022. And it all comes down to this for Van Ticton Speedway. As we look up front, the 69 of Trevor Siebert, he's out on a Sunday, Sunday drive, Jerry. He's got a real good car underneath him. Doesn't look like he's abusing it at all. He's got good, clean air to run the 69 in right now. Well, he was turning the fastest laps in practice yesterday and in qualifying, breaking the track record at a 13.32. So he is definitely capable of running some great speed but he's going to run into lap traffic real quick john mcintosh in that 24 i know will want to take advantage of that but he's got about 10 car lengths to make up before he gets there that battle for third though look out noel deller trying to get under the 42 of cam haley as they exit turn four haley having none of it he'll drop back down to the bottom and put the block on the 35 of Dowler. just a couple laps away from quarter way through this 100 lap race 23 laps are complete the field now has pretty well got nose to tail. Uh, drivers getting a little bit of space to operate with. The 24 of Sean McIntosh is not letting Riley Siebert, or pardon me, Trevor Siebert, not letting that Siebert car get too far out in front. As the two of them now start to negotiate lap traffic, putting the 12 car down the lap. And now the 24 zips up the inside. 69 Trevor Seaver down the back stretch. Has a look, he's got Hino in front of him, and he chooses the bottom to zip around the tent car. Siebert takes the 69 to the bottom of turn one and two. He'll come out of the back straightaway with three lap cars that fighting for position. All in front of him, he's gonna have to be careful picking his way through. He gets by the 66 of Brian Weaver, but he's got the 90 of Ellie Dunseeth and the 94 of Jesse Webb. They're running side by side. Siebert slows it down a little bit to try and see what they're gonna do. That's giving McIntosh in the 24 a chance to catch up. Having a look, Jerry, back into that third position right now. The 42 of Haley is uh, right under fire. The 35 of Noel Dowler on a rear deck lid. Uh, they had to negotiate the 12 car to put her a lap down, but now the battle continues for that third spot. Kind of looks like Noel Dowler is uh, getting antsy, wants to get that third spot away from Cameron as soon as he can but he can't just yet. The 42 cars holding strong with 30 laps complete. And the driver watching closely, the 09 of Riley Seabird. He's watching Dowler and Haley in this scrap for third spot. And he's just sitting there waiting. He's got the feeling something could happen and he'll inherit the position. So Seabird showing some patience, waiting for the other two to sort it out. Up front, the 69 of Trevor Siebert having a great ride out there in that number 69 right now. The 24, Sean McIntosh drops low. 
right underneath the 94 of Jesse Webb to drop Jesse down a lap. You gotta go all the way back, maybe a quarter track to the 42 of Cameron Haley and the 35 of Dowler. Uh, those guys are battling for position. Oh, and let's throw the 09 of Riley Suberg in that mix. You got a three-way dance for that third spot and three cars to fit it. And they have slowly, it's like they gave up on that hard battle because it's just gonna use up too much race car. They know they've still got 60 laps plus to go. They don't wanna use it all up at once. So they're settling in. Looks like they're gonna run it for a little bit, let the tires cool down before they go back to work. But Cameron Haley in that 42 car, Noel Dowler the 35, the 09 of Riley Siebert. They are keeping a pretty good pace. They're just out working at it at the moment. It looks like they've settled in to save the car. Watching the line that Trevor Siebert is taking through turns three and four, and it's vastly different than the line he's doing down in turn one and two as the leader. Down in turn one and two, the 69 cars pegging a chair right down to the bottom of the speedway, up to the wall down the back stretch. But when he gets down to the turn three, four, he's using the progressive banking here at Ben Tickton to rotate the car. That 69 car looks great spot on today. The 24 of Sean McIntosh hasn't skipped a beat. There's still like a six car spread between first and second, 39 laps into this race. Yeah, the first and second cars definitely all by themselves. Now a full straightaway of the battle for third as Noel Deller in that 35 trying to keep up with the 42 of Haley who managed to get away by about five car lengths. Riley Siebert and the 09 also in that train. And they are rocking it down the back straightaway right now. And they've got lap cars in front. Haley has to slow down a little bit. Dowler to the back bumper. And Haley will drive away back down to turns one and two. 41 complete here at Penticton Speedway. This is the 100 lap main event from last night that got rained out. We're making it up today in Penticton. A beautiful day here at the Speedway. Uh, great that you could tune in. Great that fans showed up here today to catch this uh, 100 lap main event. That's all that's on the card today. This 100 lap, vitally important to get this race in for the Super Seal Championship points. Up front, 43 laps complete. The uh, 69 of Trevor Seabird having a great ride. He's in a little bit of a rat's nest right now with some lap cars, but Trevor is being patient, picking his way through, and he sets his sights now on the 64 car to drop him a lap. But Jerry, there's a race for position just ahead of the 64 car. As they separate now a wee bit, Trevor's gotta be careful here. Trevor Siebert is very much working his way through that traffic very carefully, but it has given Sean McIntosh the opportunity to close down that big, big gap. He's now within about 10 car lengths, and now he's got some trouble with the lap cars. If he can get around the 53, but we've got a caution on the racetrack. Yeah. Oh, spin over into just at the top of the back straightaway. Yeah, I believe that is uh, Dunseeth in the 90 that has uh, spun the car around. I believe that's who it is over there as the pace car comes out. 45 laps complete. And Jerry, it's finally a little bit of a stoppage here where the drivers can actually take a breath. Uh, there was a lot of traffic out there. Uh, whether you're running for a position, 
or whether you're trying to, uh, you know, make up a spot on the track, you really got to plan your steps here with the amount of traffic on the speedway, a lot of side-by-side -side battles. And from what I've noticed here, I don't think it's a real good idea to go three wide for too long. No, it tends to cost you a lot of positions when you get out in that uh, extra lane. But uh, this, uh, this caution flag is going to change the character of things just a little bit. Sean McIntosh was closing in a little bit on the 69 of Trevor Siebert. Now he's going to be right beside him as they get going. Watch the restart. That's going to put Cam Haley in the 42 right up behind the 69 of Trevor Siebert. And I think that's exactly where he wants to be because that's going to give him a shot to try and get in there. But the question is, will he be able to get down in the bottom line? Because we know he's going to want that bottom line. The top line is good, but the bottom line is better. It sure is, and we lost our live Facebook feed. The battery finally calved in that uh, iPhone just about halfway through. I was kind of hoping we were going to get the whole thing in on Facebook, but uh, not in the cards here today. Uh, but we do have live coverage on racetimeradio.com. So glad you could tune in today. We are 45 laps into this 100-lap main event. Uh, this is a makeup from yesterday, uh, Mother Nature decided she wanted to uh, give the people of Penticton a little bit of relief and put some rain down. And uh, that consequently cost us uh, an opportunity to get this second 100 lap race in. But we're being treated to a beautiful day here today in Penticton. Uh, you want to make your way out here. I know it's a little bit late for you this year to catch the RS1 Cup Series cars here at Penticton. But there's always next year. Make your plans now uh, to come out here, spend some time. Of course, the Speedway is going to be here and operating. Uh, they still got some great events coming up. I believe I seen up on the uh, Hotel Penticton uh, main board at the hotel we're staying at. Uh, it looks like uh, August 27th. There's going to be um, street stocks here at the Speedway. They got a hit to pass coming up. Always, uh, you know, a fan favorite to come in and see those guys do a hit to pass. Uh, I think back actually to uh, Russ Brothers. Love watching that on the History Channel. Big fan of the show. And of course, it's shot right out here in BC. I remember seeing a couple of episodes where those guys did hit to pass. And uh, they, they did it right here at Penticton under the old configuration. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, the hit to pass is kind of cool to come out and see. I know they run them out in Victoria and they run them uh, here at Penticton, but uh, uh, you want to try and check that out? Make your way to Penticton Speedway. Still lots of races coming up, just not RS1. Uh, they will finish their season out at Area 27, about 30 miles down the road here in the Okanagan. Uh, and you can make your way to that race and join us out there. The pace car, Jerry, hits pit road. Track position, all gone for those guys that were back a bit. They're now all tucked in. Green flags back out. And down they go into turn number one, and Riley Siebert wasted no time getting away. As Sean McIntosh up the high side of the racetrack, Cameron Haley in the 42, trying to hold on to that low line. I don't know if that car got loose on him, but he went up the track, forced McIntosh up. Good news for Cameron Haley, it gave him second spot. As the battle continues down the back stretch, coming back to the line to complete lap 47, the 69 of Trevor Siebert. 
He's got that same gap, Jerry, that he had before the yellow over the 42 now of Cameron Haley. Cameron's starting to make some moves on the 24 of Sean McIntosh. Back to the 35 of Dowler and Riley Suber rounds out your top five. Jack Hrenniak in the 0-1 is in that sixth spot, and he gave Riley Siebert a little scare as he drove hard into turn one and two, getting up beside the 0-9, but didn't take Siebert long to pull away from him. Trevor Siebert, the number 69, down the back straightaway. He's got a 10-car lead on the 42 of Cameron Haley. He's got a couple of car lengths over the 24 of Sean McIntosh, and Noel Dowler sitting right back there in that fourth position, just watching what's happening up front. I have a funny feeling when we get a little further, we'll see him take some action. We're halfway through this RS1 Super Seal Cup Championship race. And it's all Trevor Siebert. He is up in front. He is fully in command of this one. Starting to make some moves. The 42 cabinets by Haley for Mustang. Cameron Haley has got his sights set on the rear deck lid of that 69 car. He's not charging it, he still has time with only 53 laps complete here. The 24 of Sean McIntosh back in that third slot is eyed up to the 42 car. He wants to get on by him. And uh, Noel Dowler is back in that fourth spot, patiently, aggressively driving that car, wanting to make his way to the front. But so far, the 69 Trevor Seeger he looks like he's got a bullet under him. I think he'd be kind of hard to pass even if you got up beside him, Jerry. I don't think he's gonna give anything away, that's for sure. Cameron Haley doing a great job in second spot, but having a hard time closing that gap on the 69 to Trevor Seabird. Right now, I think he's driving with his mirror, watching the 24 of John McIntosh, who is within a car length as they exit turn four, go down the front straightaway. Noel Dowler in that 35 of four car lengths behind the 24 of McIntosh as they head down the back straight. Seabrook once again starting to go through the lap traffic. He's trying to work around the 90 of Ellie Dunsey. And there you go. Trevor Seabrook's got some open track ahead of him now. He can take a breath down the front stretch, completing lap 58 here today of 100. All presented by Avion Motorsports. It is the RS1 Cup Series, and these guys are competing for valuable Super Seal Championship points here today in Penticton. Side by side is the 42 car going to the high side of Dunseith, but have a look at this, Jerry. Here comes the 24, Sean McIntosh, to take that second slot over. He used the left car as a pick and he's got the 42 now behind him in third spot. Moves Sean McIntosh up into second. And Cameron Haley trying to work now to find a way around McIntosh. He wants that second spot back again. Noel Deller has closed in, and there is a good bump down in turn number one that is upsetting a couple of the cars. Cameron Haley literally jumped a full lap up as he went around the turn. The 35 of Dowler really looking low on the 42 car. If he could make that 35 stick down there, he could make up some hay. But he's got to be careful. He's got Riley Siebert in the 09 stocking the back end of the 35 car. So you got to be careful with the move you make. If you go to the outside, 
you could get snuckered up the inside as Riley Siebert now looks to the inside of the 35 of Dowler down the front stretch. Dowler still has the position in that four slot. That's a battle for four with the 0-9 and the 35. That one's just getting heated up. And we're starting to notice a little bit of that wear on the tires. Noel Dowler was doing a little sideways as he went through turns one and two the last time around. That's giving Riley Siebert the opportunity to stick the nose in as he does going down the back straightaway. Siebert to the inside, Dowler up high as they come under turn number four and down the front straightaway. But Dowler drives away now. Siebert gonna try the outside lane, goes to the high side of Dowler and closes in on that back end as they go down into turn number three. 66 and now 67 laps complete. Here of 100 in this twin 100 second half, if you will, of what we got rained out last night. We're getting it done today as Riley Siebert has still got that battle uh, side by side with Dowler. Oh, sorry, that was the 12. I thought I seen blue. I thought it was the, the 35 car, but in fact, it was the 12. You got the 42 of Haley, 35 of Noel Dowler, and the 09 of Riley Siebert all battling for that position in the third slot. Up front, the 69, Trevor Siebert, and not too far behind him, the 24 of Sean McIntosh are up front. So uh, the battle really right now, Jerry, and has been for a number of laps for that third, fourth, and fifth spot. That is where the fight is. We're watching them battle it out hard. Cameron Haley goes high in turn number four. Dowler looked under, pulled back in line because Riley Siebert, the 0-9, he may have the advantage running at the back of that three-car pack. He can see where the other two are going to go, and he's looking for a window. He can't find the door. He's going to use the window to get around them. Closing in on 75 laps, actually 73 complete. Only a Saturday night shootout to settle this one here in Penticton as uh, Trevor Siebert flashes by the start-finish line. Car looks as good now, Jer, as it did when they fired off earlier today. And Trevor Siebert, we noticed yesterday, might have been saving a little bit of race car for today. He wanted to win. He saw what the pace was like yesterday and decided to back it down, save the car, and go today. It's paid off. Whether that was the strategy or not, it has paid off. Trevor Siebert has been strong from the fall of the green as we got this, and now the 64 goes around in turns one and two, and Matt Stevenson is turned facing the wrong way, and he'll bring her to a stop. The caution flag is out. We are at lap 74. And it's a warm one here in Penticton uh, for this 100-lap race, a much-needed little break for these guys. The fourth caution of the day, I believe it is the fourth one. Uh, they don't take long here at Penticton to get the field sorted out, and we'll get back under the green flag as the pace car makes its way out onto the speedway. It's a good opportune time to remind you uh, if you're a competitor and you like the idea of this RS1 Cup Series, maybe you don't know too much about it, let me tell you a little bit about it. All these cars in front of us today and always are prepared by Avion Motorsports. Uh, they are, for all intents and purposes, everything that's done with these cars is all done by Avion. They're all prepared equally. They all have the same setup, all the same tire strategy. Uh, you don't need a crew to come and run RS1. In fact, 
uh, you can bring your spotter along, but that's going to be the only effort that you're going to be able to input into these race cars as uh, they are the uh, uh, best way to describe it, Jerry. You remember back in the day where we used to go to Daytona and we watched the true value cars fly around Daytona uh, and they were all evenly matched. That's the same sort of deal as these RS1 Cup cars, only up here in Canada. They're a beautiful race car um, and, and it's the driver. It's you arrive with your helmet, that's your car. You get in it and away you go. Uh, it's a super cool series and it all happens out here in British Columbia. They make it to Penticton Speedway where we are today. Uh, we've been to Saskatoon this year and put on a race there. Double features, twin 100s. And of course, Area 27, a world-class road course that opened up a few years ago out here in BC. Jacques Villeneuve has his hand in that uh, to build that racetrack along with Trevor Seabird and uh, a whole pile of different uh, guys to make up Area 27. And uh, so you get the best of both worlds, if you will. You get the road course, you get the oval track experience, and what a dynamite series they've got going on out here. Yeah, we talked to a lot of the drivers over the last few days, and they love this series. They love the concept. It's the driver talent that makes the difference. It's not who's got the biggest wallet, it's who's got the most talent and that's what racing is about as they get set to come back to the green flag Trevor Siebert brings him to the green we're back underway side by side down into turn number one and two any lead that Trevor Siebert had has evaporated with a side-by-side -side battle now Trevor is out front he's by himself out there but it's a dog's battle in behind that side by side the 42 and the 24 uh, and they're stacked up, Jerry, all the way back. And there was some contact between the 42 and the 24 as he came out of turn four and down the front straightaway. But now McIntosh gets clearly out into that second spot. Haley back to third. Here comes Dowler on the outside. But Riley Siebert uses the low groove of the racetrack. He gets around the 35 of Dowler. Now he's going to work on the 42 of Cameron Haley. Well, if you're going to make your moves, now is the time. 77 laps complete of 100. Uh, now is when you want to start make your moves. You don't need the tires anymore in about, oh, I don't know, uh, 22 laps. That's going to be it. That's going to be it for these set of tires. So use them up if you got them, use them. And some of the drivers are doing exactly that. Riley Siebert trying to make his move towards the front. Gets again under the 42 of Haley as they come down the front straightaway. He's got the bottom of the racetrack. Haley's up high as they come out of turn two, down the back chute, and Riley Siebert will move up into third position behind the 24 of Sean McIntosh. They're all trying to chase the rabbit, the 69 of Trevor Siebert. Riley did a great job moving from fifth on the racetrack up into that third slot. Uh, he did it on the big side. And uh, the 09 car looking pretty sporty right now with 81 laps complete. He has a task ahead of him though. He's got a Reel in those top two cars as Sean McIntosh really starts to uh, chip away at the lead. The 69 of Trevor Siebert has got. It's down now, Jerry, to about two car lengths and closing in fast. Well, Sean McIntosh told us yesterday it's a long run car. It works better at the end of the race than it does at the beginning. 
And it's starting to show as he is closing the gap on the 69 of Trevor Siebert. He's within about five car lengths as they exit turn two down the back straightaway. And he is still coming up close. He looks like he's doing better in three and four than Trevor Siebert. But in turns one and two, Siebert looks to have the advantage. When I look out the windshield of the 69 of Trevor Siebert, you don't have to look too far up here as the uh, lap cars are ahead of him. He's closing in on what will be five, six cars with 85 laps complete. These lap cars, Jerry, are gonna come into play by the end of this race with only 15 circuits left to go. Uh, Trevor is going to have to negotiate his way through, but so will the 24 of McIntosh. And as they come around down to turns three and four on this lap, they run into that lap traffic as the 69 of Trevor Siebert already closing in on the number 12 of Elisa Alexis. And that is giving Sean McIntosh the opportunity to close that gap a little tighter. He's working on it hard as they come down the front straight. Siebert looking, there are three lap cars in front of him. He's got to pick his way carefully. McIntosh now within two car lengths of the 69. Here he comes to the bottom of the racetrack in turn number four. Back to the line, 89 laps complete now. Trevor Siebert has got Ryan Weavers uh, to his outside. He clears the 66. So does the 24, Sean McIntosh. But have a look, Jerry. Now you got the first two separated by about, I don't know, five inches. It's getting tight, that's for sure. As Siebert down the box straight away. But we've got caution. It's the 53 of Adam Dowler, and I believe that's the 01 of Jack Hariniuk down there in turn number four. I can just see, oh yeah, yep, there is the two of them. I don't know uh, what we've got for damage on either one of them. Uh, I think it was just a spin around. Uh, Jack Riniak rolls the 0-1 car away. Dowler still uh, looking like he's having a little bit of a problem refiring the 53 car as the Avion crew jumps over the wall and will push the 53 car back into the pit area. Ah, oh, look at this, we got a drone right in front of us. Hello there, drone. You're doing a pretty good job. How do you like flying that drone? I love flying this drone. <laughs> and do a great job here, uh, giving you the pictures of the RS1 Cup Series throughout the course of the year. Uh, Kenton and his whole crew, I know uh, Curtis is down the far end, down near you, Jerry. Uh, we, yeah, everything had to activate again today. Uh, and guys come a long way to make sure that we got uh, pictures and we got sound. Uh, it's all about uh, the, the whole experience with the RS1 Cup Series. Uh, and these guys do a great job. You'll be able to check it out on Rev TV Canada. You don't want to miss the RS1 Cup Series. You get it all flag to flag with uh, uh, everything that's happening with the series. 89 laps complete. Now, Jerry, what are you going to do? We see the 24 of Sean McIntosh. He must have been holding a bit back in the tank. Uh, he's not letting anything now. Uh, he has uh, got that 24 car just a flying on the racetrack. I think Trevor's gonna have his hands full here in a couple laps. I think Trevor's gonna have more than his hands full. He's got the 24 of McIntosh beside him. He's got Riley Siebert right in behind him. And we know Riley wants to be the first driver in this RS1 Cup Series to successfully win both 100 lap races in one event. So 
He's got a reason to try and get around his dad. We'll see how it's going to work out. Cameron Haley's on the outside of that second row. And Noel Dowler, as we said, don't count Noel out. He's been saving a little too. Here comes the green flag. Jerry, you can protect the inside or outside. A little hard to do both when you've only got one car. Here we go, green flag back out, down into turn number one and two, and it is side by side all the way through. All four of them still side by side. Now the 69, the Seabird gets out, and McIntosh in the 24 looking to go low as he comes out of turn four. Wanted to get under the 69, the Seabird didn't quite make it there. Haley in the 42. On the back bumper of the 24, he's up beside the 09 of Riley Seabird. The 69 of Trevor Seabird across the line, 91 laps complete of today's 100. The 24 is Sean McIntosh in second, 09. Riley Seabird is eyeing the 24 as we speak. Back to the 42 of Cameron Haley and the 35 of Dowler. That makes up your top five. Oh, and I might add, the 31 of Mark McIntosh solidly in sixth. Trevor Siebert in that 69 is not to be denied. He has got his sights set on that checkered flag today. He's only seven laps away. He is working at it hard, trying to get away from the 24 of Sean McIntosh and the 09 of Riley Siebert. Those two really trying to chase him down. Not sure they've got enough as we are quickly running out of laps in this one. And he's not going to want to catch up to these lap cars because, of course, they're lapped for the front of the field. But these drivers are all racing for position. So uh, nobody's going to be giving anything up to uh, the 69 car as he closes down the back stretch into turn three, four. The 24, the zero, 09, one, two, three, as they run on the racetrack with only four circuits left to go. And the challenge right now is those top three. There looks like they might just catch up into the lap traffic as we get to the end of this one. That could change the complexion. But right now, Riley Siebert isn't going to give the 24 McIntosh an opportunity to catch him. He's about four car lengths ahead of him as they come to turns three and four. Trevor Siebert back to the line, lap 98 complete of today's 100. Just a lap and a half left. And Trevor Siebert will have this mystery solved, and he'll have his first race win of 2022. White flag on the racetrack. Jerry, bring us home. White flag is out final time around for these RS1 cars. Trevor Siebert out of turn number three, out of four, down the front straightaway. The checkered flag flies for the 69 of Trevor Siebert followed by the 24, Sean McIntosh, the 09 of Riley Siebert, 42, Cam Haley, and the 35 of Noel Dowling. And that's the way 100 laps gets run here in Penticton Speedway. What a race. A great job by all these race teams, the veterans, the, uh, uh, you know, the, some of the young drivers in the field. Uh, just, what, five cautions just for spins. And uh, what, what a race here today under this beautiful sunlit sky at Penticton, BC. I know uh, Jerry's going to work his way down to Victory Lane and we'll get a word with the top three here today. Trevor going to work his way back to the line and probably pick up that checkered flag and do his victory lap. He's only wanted to get that job done all season long as the celebration begins. And the 69 does some much, much deserved donuts down the front stretch.
I think he's done conserving tires. Ah. Safe to say. Safe to say. We got to thank all the race fans for coming out today. Here to Penticton. I know we all wanted to get this baby in last night, but man, were we treated to a great one here at Penticton. And Jerry is making his way down to that uh, victory lane. And we'll catch up with the top three here today. I got a second mic for you here. Okay. Sorry, it's going to be a mess. Oh, we got a second we got. mic. <laughs> we'll make it work. Okay. What a great race. Uh, the RS1 Cup Series now completes their oval part of their tour. The attention all turns from here to Area 27, about 30 miles down the road. And these guys get back onto the road course in just a few weeks' time in September to cap the 2022 season. The Super Seal Championship points all come down to that final weekend. And I know we've got a real points battle at the top. We'll have to see how the points all shake out after uh, the results all get posted for this one. But let's toss it down to Jerry Paxton down there in Victory Lane. Jerry looks like a bunch of happy guys down that way. Yeah, there's three pretty happy guys in Victory Lane right now, but the happiest of all is climbing out of the car. Put your hands together for our winner today, Trevor Siebert. You were not to be denied today. No, not today. You know, it's uh, been a tough three races so far this year, and, uh, you know, I've been on the pole a couple times, and track record last time here, and, and I don't know, just came to get, seemed to keep getting the setup wrong and different things, but I woke up this morning, and I, and I said exactly this. I'm not being denied. I'm going to win this. I went to bed last night as soon as we got out of here and got some sleep and felt pretty good about it, so... Now, this car was really hooked up, and uh, I know you were feeling a little bit of pressure early on. All of a sudden, it just kind of went away. You just drove away from everybody. Well, you know, those guys were right there, and I think they, they might have had everybody as good a car as I had, but I just, I really concentrated on driving the track, and I was thinking that even the last 10 laps, you know, getting off the brake early and turn three and four and getting on the gas, or just concentrating, concentrating, and I look up and see Sean's, see the red in his hood, and I know it's him, and I'm like, no, 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 roll the mirror up, just drive the track, so... Yeah, those guys did excellent watching them back there. So another good race for the Avion RS1 Series. And no mechanical issues of any kind today to set you off? None today. Hats off to the crew. We did a couple things on the stagger uh, last night, actually, and they worked out for today. And we had it set up for last night in the cool, and we just, you know, a bit of a gamble. It was the same for everybody. I guess uh, mine turned out good. Trevor Sieber puts it in victory lane today here at Penticton Speedway. Good job for the 69. Much-deserved career. Uh, a career win here today in uh, the first one of 2022 for the 69 car. You know he's going to be wanting another one when they get to area 27. Jerry, down to you. Finishing up second today, Sean McIntosh, you told me yesterday this was a good long run car and you showed it. You were there. Yeah, that last caution, I was pretty upset when it came out because uh, we hit, caught that traffic. I was right on Trevor's bumper, but uh, it's really good to see him win. He's had a lot of tough races this year, so it's good to see, uh, see him up there uh, in victory circle. 
Now, I know this is going to leave you a challenge as you go to next year because these oval tracks, second and third, second and third. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's better than uh, the alternative. So uh, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. I'll have to uh, spend some more time on a sim or something in the winter to get ready for uh, all those restarts on the ovals. Well, I see you're learning about oval track racing because I see there was just a little bit of contact on the back end of your car there. Yeah, Cameron and I were racing pretty tight, and then I thought I was going to get pushed into the wall, so I let off, and uh, Noel was obviously right behind me. So before the second to last restart, Noel was pushing me, saying, like, hey, keep, keep going forward. <laughs> That's the secret if you're going to put it in victory lane. Yeah, I guess so. So uh, it's good, though. Uh, that 69, no one could touch him today. Championship points, are you thinking about them? Are they having any effect on you? Uh, obviously, I, I saw Riley back there in uh, fifth on the leaderboard at one point and thought we could kind of come away with about a, net, a net wash this weekend, but I think he took uh, three points or so. So we'll go to Area 27 and uh, shoot for a pole and, uh, and try and get the victories. Congratulations to Sean McIntosh. Bring it home second. Another second place finish for the 24, but you watch for him at Area 27. If there's a guy that knows how to fly around that speedway, it is the 24. Down to you, Jerry, with our third place finisher today. Riley, you were coming on, but third place is where it finished. That's uh, that's what we call a points day for the championship. <laughs> yeah, you were cautious. You told me yesterday you didn't think you used up the tires in that big first race, so uh, did you save them up a little bit today? Yeah, I also said uh, conservation was going to be key, and that's what I did. I, uh, as they mentioned, I was sitting there in, in fifth, and uh, I mean, I got challenged early, and I just I let them have the spots because there was there's no point in fighting. You just end up wearing yourself out, and then spent the next uh, felt like half the race, 60 laps, just kind of studying what Cameron and, and uh, Noel were doing, and uh, just watching them. They were they were really stressing the right rear on the car, like like super stressing. They were entering the corners earlier and really driving off and and you could really see the black coming off the tires and, and i just kind of thought well if i play this smart and i use the right front instead and, and save that right rear for the end of the race i'm gonna i'm gonna get the bite and get the drive off which is what happened i got the inside line on a couple of restarts and i just had that little bit of drive over them and it worked out for me and then at the end there i thought maybe i had something for sean but we were pretty evenly matched i getting to him is one thing getting by him would have been another thing and i probably would have had to use the bumper and uh, nobody likes to exactly race that way, but uh, no, we, it, we come away with a two-point split on Sean last night, and I, I lose one today on him in the finishing position. And now we go to Area 27 with uh, a bit more of a lead, and he's, uh, that's a bit of his house down there now. We've been twice at my house, and I'm going to have to chase him around uh, the road course now to win the championship. And Riley Server bringing it home in third. Awesome run today by all of these competitors. I'll tell you what, there'll be lots of hydration happening right now down in the garage area for all of these race teams. But that is going to do it for us here today at Penticton Speedway. Jerry, final thoughts. What did you think of your first RS1 Cup Series? This is some of the best racing I think I've seen in a very, very long time. Joe, it's close and it's competitive and watching these guys, it's all about the talent and boy, that makes a difference. What a great show. Riley Siebert pulled it off yesterday. Trevor Siebert pulled it off today. And as we said, Trevor made it clear. He went to bed last night, making his mind up. He was gonna win this one. He did. Uh, sleeping with checkered flags in mind. Maybe that's something that uh, all the guys are gonna wanna try and do. I'll tell you what, you're not going to want to miss. Area 27 comes up in September. All of the information is all on avionmotorsports.com. And uh, I tell you, we've thoroughly enjoyed the weekend out here. 
the challenges that came with it. I uh, want to let you know tonight's Race Time Radio broadcast that happens on Sirius XM Channel 167 isn't going to be happening tonight uh, with the uh, uh, schedule changes and everything that's been taking place. Uh, it kind of puts us behind the eight ball for getting out tonight's live broadcast. So we will be back with you all live on Sirius XM Channel 167 next Sunday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. And we look forward to having you all there. We'll get you up to date on all the happenings across Canada in stock car racing. But for Jerry Paxton, I'm Joe Chisholm. Uh, Got to thank Susie Hugh back in the Race Time Radio studio for wiring us all up and hooking us up to the world. And we sure hope you enjoyed the RS1 Cup Series, all presented by Avion Motorsport for Super Seal Championship points. It's coming down to a final weekend at Area 27, and you do not want to miss it. Thanks so much, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your day. We will out here in Penticton. And we will catch up with you next time, all live on Race Time Radio. Goodbye. <laughs>